now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. The Crown Season 6 Episode 9, Hope Street is over. I'm here to sure get started. My name is Grace, and of course I'm not alone. I'm here with Shannon. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm good. I like this episode. This is such a TV episode, right? Like, William literally, like, rushes to the airport. Like, it's like a sitcom finale, and he, like, gets him through the crowd, and he, like, is standing on the balcony. He was going to be the one member of the royal family who was allowed to not go to this. The one, it wasn't just, like, the queen and William. When everyone was there, I was like, in what world was he allowed to miss this event? But I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I like the ideas behind this episode. And, and I you know, I think to, uh, to your point that you've said a lot of, like, historical fiction doesn't need to be you know, entirely accurate. It needs to be true to the themes of the time. And this idea that Elizabeth tries to like guard William from, you know, and give her, give her, uh, her grandson, um, uh, you know, a moment in Malta, uh, you know, uh, while she continues to do her, her duty. I, I like this one. Uh, and mixed in with uh, the more true story of William and Kate. <laughs> yes. Finally we get, although I will say like, I've now read so many articles tonight that literally yeah. are about William and Kate's relationship timeline because I've read it on so many things. It's so vague to me. I'm yeah. still really confused. I don't even remember what I said in the last podcast. But well, that all of that stuff is basically uh, it you must know. be fiction because okay, yeah. the, the vague thing is that it always says like something sparked at the fashion show, which was 2002. But what's a spark? Were they friends before that? And then no, there was a literal fire that they didn't put in the show. <laughs> Like in the, no one saw it because Kate looks so hot. So yeah, there was like a whole mist of there was a fire happening. Uh-huh. That would be horrible. But no, they, they're only meant to start dating in 2003, the year after this. And they were meant to live together as friends before they started dating. So it's weird because it's like, it says they were friends before they started dating, but that seemed to be after the fashion show. But there was a romantic connection from then. And then they lived together and then they started dating. So this is all pretty jumpy. Yeah, but they retconned, they retconned the like, they retconned everything, meet, yeah. The initial yeah. meet you, so then they've already had their friendship, so now they have to be together. Yeah. And it's a little bit of like, they brought it all forward. The timing of the show, because um, you know, looking where we go in the finale, it looks like we're going to be around the Jubilee, so it's like, they they want to like, leave us on like, yeah, William and Kate obviously get together, so they want to like, yeah, they want their like, you know, epic romance or whatever. Yeah, but they just, like, I feel like really just changed so much of that romance, which is, like, well-documented enough um, and very recent. But, like, yeah, any, any, like, feelings before the fashion show that were bordering on obsession, as he says, um, feel particularly made up? I will say that uh, the Queen Mother dying and Will and Kate's, like, well, the show was four days apart in reality. The first kiss being interrupted by, like, sorry, sir, um, <laughs> your great grandmother has died, was yeah. genuinely comedic in a way. I'm not sure it was meant to be. Like, was it meant to be so funny? Because I no. thought that was hilarious. I'm like, you are ruining it, bodyguard. I thought you were cool, all right? <laughs> no, I think if it was going to be funny, his reaction would be less angry than what we get. Like, I think if it's supposed to be comedic, he might be like, oh my god, I can't catch a break around here. Uh, but instead he's like, he's like, what the hell? Give me a moment. He's like, your your grandmother has died? 
<laughs> Operation whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That was I don't think it was meant to that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if like the show's gonna be funny, like be funny, but I don't think it was meant to be so funny. I was like, William has suffered enough to have his first kiss with this girl that he's obsessed with, interrupted by this death news. It's just yeah. so unfortunate. It's just like that. I can't think of a worse way to find out about your great grandma passing away. Um, I just feel I just honestly feel like the bodyguard probably could have left it for like five minutes. Yeah. That's me. Like, did yeah. he have to rush back? Probably not. Like, I think five minutes give or take would have been fine. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's dive into it. Make sure you subscribe still. There's uh, this episode and then the finale, and you don't want to miss it. And maybe we, have we talked about doing a a, a crown brand steel? We, we never did it for last season, right? We didn't. We, we did. We, we have this. We have discussed it. Oh, so leave, subscribe to the feed so you don't miss when you get a notification uh, when Shane and I randomly decide to return for crown coverage. Some we'll do it in a year from now. Be yeah. like, oh, they're not dropping the crown. And then yeah. We'll <laughs> brand steel, but then the queen will have to win. I mean, yeah, there could be yeah. a lot of interesting things with a brand steal with the royal family. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe. PostureRecaps.com slash The Crown. Um, all right. Yeah. So so most of this episode is is William and Kate and then uh, juxtapose with Elizabeth being pretty worried about, um, well, uh, rightly so, is uh, the queen mother um, is not doing well. And then also- She her- literally dies. Yeah. Well, she does literally die. Yeah. And she then couldn't the- be doing worse. This is the worst it's going to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah apologies yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh the the jubilee and uh maybe don't go forward with the jubilee because nobody loves me anymore nobody likes me um it's gonna be really embarrassing and then also this is a lot in this episode actually yeah that's so which, much which is that the princess diana investigation is happening because muhammad al-fayed has um been conspiracy theorying it up um mm. even though we know that he killed them so (laughs) why is he confused yeah yeah so and that's kind of also like not like they kind of say that in the investigation (laughs) like if it's anyone's fault it was pretty much happenstance and just like a really unfortunate accident but if we could lay the blame at anyone yeah massively backfiring on muhammad yeah the speech the speech from the like police investigator i haven't watched to go see like how accurate the speech is but he's like well, it's just an unfortunate accident, except for the fact that it was Muhammad Al-Fayed's car, his agent, his plan. <laughs> oh, now God. we're doing a su- subsequent investigation into Muhammad Al-Fayed, and now we're seeing that he apparently called the paparazzi. But yeah, we'll talk about Muhammad because I feel like, anyway, the nuance of Muhammad has been lost for a very long time in this show. But yeah. I thought there were a lot of different threads that all came back here and progressed, all even were tied up from the entire season. And that's why I kind of felt like I could see this as like, this could have been like the season finale, but not the series finale. Because yeah, I would agree with it, yeah, it wasn't true. Like I saw on Reddit, I was like, this could have been the series finale. I like I feel like that would be a disservice to the show at large because that would feel really current in a way that I hope the show is bigger than that. Um, but for, as a season finale, if we look at all of the storylines from the entire season that were progressed here, the inquiry, as you said the Queen's popularity concerns as juxtaposed against Tony Blair and Iraq, which I didn't know if they would go back to, because I thought they're like, oh, they've indicated it. They've like hinted yeah. at it. We all know where yeah. history goes if we Wikipedia it right after the episode. So I didn't know that they necessarily needed to go back to that, but obviously it does make sense what was actually happening at the time, because a lot of this was all happening then. The only thing is the inquiry was 2004. So it's a little bit later that they push back to make sense now in kind of like 2002, but they have Will and Kate, the progression of their relationship, Will's journey through this, the difficulties having around the inquiry, around that relationship, around 
you know, being an heir and with Harry as well. Um, the, the loss that the Queen is experiencing in 2002 with Margaret and the Queen Mother, then the Golden Jubilee into that. So it was pretty much everything except Charles and Camilla that were the big storylines of the season, even from like before the break, obviously, that were all very much in focus here, which is very much not how the season has been. Like, I feel like the season, season has been very focused on one core thing. And then in the second half, pretty episodic as well, where it's been these like kind of singular storylines. And here it was, it kind of reminded me of like nonstop from Hamilton. It was like, it brought all the refrains back. And now we were kind of just like in all the storylines at once. Well, if you consider that sort of, so episode, so the first, first half is obviously full, fully about Diana. So yes, we get a thing uh, about her. Then we come back and it's Will's mania. Then we get the, no, we don't get the Margaret episode. What is the one in between the two William? There's there's episodes? Will's Mania, and then there's the Tony Blair episode, and then oh, yeah, there's Tony the Bla- other, Will and Kate, yeah. then yeah. Margaret. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And we, all of the Diana stuff with Muhammad is back. Right. So yeah, I mean, I I it's interesting when you say like the idea that it could be a season finale, because it, it kind of, you know, to some degree is the, you know, could be with the idea that like next episode is then their like serious um uh, finale and, and we'll see if, if next episode is like you know a bit all-encompassing um hmm. so yeah i i did really like this episode a lot i don't know that it's one that i will go back to and be like oh yeah i gotta go but watch i gotta go watch hope street um mostly that i personally i find the william and kate stuff to be a little bit uh, so hesitant to i'm like rob uh when he when he called a, a, uh, some people boring on mm. uh, on Big Brother, but yeah, I find them a little bit boring. But um, they've overly dramatized their, their relationship to the point where they've like completely hack jobbed all the timeline and every. If you think this is boring, them yeah, getting man. together must have been an absolute snooze fest. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, Carol um, Middleton returns and continues to be. You know, the first the first uh, conversation <laughs> is like, make sure you wear heels. Got to show off your legs. Got to use your assets. It's like, oh, my God. Like, real. He was saying like, that to her at 14 before they met Ghost met Diana Cameo. Like, true. So true. it is true to the Carol Milton we know and love from these two episodes that we have oh. of her so far. They bring back Eve Best, who's amazing. If you're familiar with her, she's in House of the Dragon. It's kind of sort of a standout performance in that show. And then she just... <laughs> Years, it's like evil Carol Middleton. There's even feeding her daughter out at this point. There's a line when they're when they're all together, which I I do think is kind of a sweet moment of like you know getting invited to go hang out and and even when William is talking with with uh, with Elizabeth and and being like yeah I'm gonna meet her parents and she's like oh it's serious he's like I don't he's like I don't think so I think it's just like she likes hanging out with her parents which uh, you know fine uh, and. Um, when they're when they're there, when they're hanging around, and there is a line where like, "Who's your favorite prime minister?" It's like, "We love we loved Mrs. T." <laughs> Obviously, like Margaret Thatcher fans. So clearly, they are trying to like, you know, try to tell us a little bit about who the Middletons are to a degree. Evil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Nothing nice has been said so far. Yeah, it's pretty pretty pretty. Uh, yeah, you know, looking at them a little bit crooked. Uh, the Middletons. No. Yeah. Well, I kind of felt there's there's a few things. In terms of, well, you, you don't like William and Kate. I mean, considering, yeah, this went into their relationship at the point where it probably actually, I don't know, not to say started, because again, it's murky, but like ignited. He caught her eye, all these vague terms about what that fashion show was. Um, I guess that, you know, it's really hard to write on Wikipedia, like they were going to kiss and then his grandmother was dying, <laughs> but like yeah. grandmother, but if yeah. that's what it was. But I, 
yeah, I do really still feel like that first William and Kate episode could have been an email slash montage. But in this episode where all of the storylines are coming back and we're like in it, they probably didn't want to introduce Kate here and make this like a because it's not gonna be a Kate focused episode because this is an episode about everything. They they're trying like, they've had they've had like episodic almost chapters and now we're in on everything. True. So I just feel like well, maybe they could have like had this kind of stuff, which at least it's again, it's not real time wise, but actually happened at a point more. They could have done more of that in their like episodic installment and like progressed it further here. Yeah, but that's like really out of time for 2002, but they don't care about that in terms of other stuff. So the, yeah, the treatment of William and Kate has been, it feels just like total fan service from what people probably want in terms of like modern audiences want to see more of William and Kate, but it didn't fit into where they want to put this. Like ending up here in 2002, William and Kate aren't even meant to be together. All they could have really shown was the beginning of a friendship in and the show and then the beginning of a friendship and attraction into them living together. And that's not enough for what would need to be at that point, like two episodes worth of content, like first at like full episode for them just to have like again like their episodic treatment and now this so i feel like and then they just created like a a, a a backstory i agree that it hasn't worked as well but i do love like a teenage slash university love story so like that part i'm like yeah i enjoy watching but it's but but i've seen more entertaining ones before yeah i think my thing with the william and kate stuff is like seemingly they, you know, there are rumors out there that their that their relationship over the last little while has maybe been rocky. But but all things that we sort of know is that it, it's it's a pretty like you know easy go. They, they you know the show is does try to show us like they do have some chemistry. I think the scene where he they both kind of say that they like each other right before they kiss is kind of cute. Like you know, and it's a little bit like yeah, but obsessed with you. But like but basically, like, <laughs> no, I thought you weren't interested. Like no, I thought you weren't interested. Like. It's it's fine. It, it's good enough, I think, for like the quality of the show. The piece for me that's the toughest about it is there's no real conflict between between for either William or Kate about this relationship. And I know that they there. I, I mean, and then the stuff that there there is conflict about. They created it, right? The idea. Yeah, and um, there was no conflict. Before. It was all immediately solved. It was like Kate single and you guys are together. It was like that was easy. And this is exactly why it could have been a montage or email or not existed. And they yeah. could have been different. Yeah. And and part of the thing that I think could have been interesting to, interesting to explore is the fact that he is he's it's not that long that his ago that his mother died, even though it's like five four years or so. But him dating somebody potentially puts like all the things that he's struggling with in terms of how much attention he gets that he knows his mother struggled with. And he, I do like the scene with him and Harry where Harry's trying to be like, I, I, it's happening to me just like it happened to my mom. And William trying to be like, which I think kind of unfairly is like, don't compare. Oh, William was awful there. Yeah, no, agreed. And so, you know, then I can see why he doesn't say any of this to Kate, but he's struggling with all this stuff that if he's going to like be with Kate and obviously like it's too soon to be like, ah, now you will be my wife and you'll be a part of this forever. But certainly anybody who he dates has to like, you know, contend with the fact that like, there's all this stuff that comes with dating a Royal. And I think like, maybe they don't, they don't care because we've done it before, but a little bit to Diana, like Diana had this like fantasy idea of what that would be. She's like, I'm going to be a princess. Um, And then the reality kicks in that like, wow, this is really not fun to be, like, photographed and followed all of the time um, to the point that, like, yeah, it happens when she, right before she dies. Um, and there's, like, none of that conflict. Like, the conflict here about William is trying to be shielded from all of the stuff that Elizabeth, like, doesn't, like, the 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 hardship of being 
the queen and she's trying to shield William for it. But William, there's there's none of that conflict in the William and Kate stuff at all that I think they could have dived. You know, if you want to create something, it's like, okay, they can be happy together, but they both maybe should acknowledge that like, this is, will not be easy to be in a relationship. But, you know, that's no, not what they so wanted to right. do. Like, no. you've totally nailed it in a way that we, you've just completely encapsulated the issue with the storyline. Them getting together, everything that's been shown about them getting together is not interesting. Like that, like all we've been shown basically, and we get we get William's journey as an heir. But like, other than the fact that like Kate wants to be with the prince and her mom really, really wants her to be with the prince, it's pretty much just been like very pedestrian to university students. Will they, won't they? Oh, we had a fight in the yeah. library. Oh, there was other people involved. Now they've broken up. Now I'm into you. Oh, wait, no, sorry, my great grandmother died, but it's all good. All that stuff is mostly made up and also not interesting. What would be interesting, even if they have to bring it forward from a time perspective, and again, they've done this with other stuff. So if it doesn't fit historically, but they want to tell that story, then I would have much preferred that, where it's like, let's get them into the relationship and then let's look at stuff that I'm sure did happen or you could definitely imagine happened in this historical fiction. And that is super interesting. And that is conversations around what this means for Kate as we get into a serious relationship. Am I going to be queen? That's a lot. That's different. That's different to having a crush on a prince and now like I'm part of this. And we've seen the burden of that for someone like Philip, different from a gender dynamic. But it's absolutely fascinating having to support the heir or the heir to the heir and then eventually the sovereign. So that's interesting. And, and everything he's dealt with, with Will's mania and all of the, the publicity. And like the only thing that we really get from that is that she doesn't understand like why that's tough for him in the library. And then even after this, with like after the Jubilee, like pretty much the only thing burden she's had is that he had like had to leave lunch early <laughs> to rush the Jubilee that he definitely had to attend. Um, even like in the phone calls, like I, yeah, it was it was very dissatisfying that it was like, let's change the subject. I'm like, no, let's talk about how he'll always be married to the crown. And that will always be more important if we get to that. And it could happen at 26. God forbid at that point it would take multiple deaths. But it did for Elizabeth in her mid-20s, right? So the burden of that and like the questions around that and the change from like a crush to an, oh, I'm going to be really important and and how it changes how people look at it. Like, that's fascinating stuff and we're not getting it and we've wasted so much time. Now, will that come next? I mean, it feels like a weird thing to cram into a finale. Like, Well, there's also rumors. William also mentions there's rumors of skipping a generation, which like Elizabeth yeah. is quickly being like, no, absolutely not. But like, there are rumors that like it's like there's so much pressure on William at this one. I think I think for the yeah. way you, like the way that I'm now reading like your is like it's a mundane. It's like a kind of like a, a finely made rom like a, a rom com that'd be like that was fine. Um, without any of like the interesting things, which is like yeah, which it's is a real. Monarchy. It's a monarchy. yeah, it's no, hundred percent. Rom com is part of the monarchy. Yeah, and there's ways they can do it narratively. They can change it up, you know, historically, time wise to get this way more interesting story about a university couple who get together and that's like, not that it's going to like obviously change Kate's life. Like that goes without saying, but let's see that. Let's have that conversation with Carol. It's like, I got the, you know, and I don't know how Kate would have felt about it. Cause they didn't tell me, but like, can we speculate around like her having a conversation with her mother on like what that will mean for all of them or how she, how that impacted her. And, and I'm sure she was like a massive part of the press and I'm sure their privacy was not respected. Let's see it. You know, like that sounds fascinating. So yeah, the more we talk about that, that storyline has not been treated well and was such a waste of time to devote one episode to a fictionalized. I know this is not that that episode. We've already complained about it, but that's been my like least favorite um, episode, definitely of this back half of the season and was such a waste of time into what they could have done. 
Yeah. Um, it could have been a William and Kate episode, like even through time. Like, let's flash forward, let's do the years. Like, if we're going to be episodic and we've done years of Margaret, which we later do and, and swap times, and we've already done Christmas 2001, now we're going back to September 11th. Let's see them through years. Like, let's see the cute, meet cute, I love you, you know, fashion show, what, and then to the drama of that. So, so yeah, you've completely yeah. nailed that. That's, yeah. so I can't unsee it now. There are a couple of William scenes I do like. Uh, before we get into those, I also do like the William and Kate. Like, I do, I do actually like the sitting around watching the Jubilee on TV. I, I do like this scene. I like that because it's basically exactly what Carol Middleton was hoping when you get a prince in your like yeah like in, the in goggle box of um do you guys have goggles yeah no yeah. I don't but I'm really familiar with it yeah yeah so, yeah goggle box for people it, don't know it's like watching people watch TV it's great yeah, yeah. well it's, it's basically what we do yeah. kind of but after we're that's true. true um yeah and it was it felt like real to like how William would want to be like let me give the secrets to impress my like girlfriend's family who definitely care about this stuff and that they like orchestrated us being together in nefarious yeah. ways <laughs> although I think that it shows you know I part of me thinks about that I think William has sort of matured into like and, and matured maybe the wrong word but like he fits into the crown the monarchy he he, he had the perfect wedding he has the kids um he did he is not causing trouble like you know harry mm. left the family who um, you ask but no, no, not no, nearly as much as harry though <laughs> there is there is seemingly some stuff about like how much i i i, I don't know if the uh, the rumors are right about but there's all these rumors about like when they had that when when megan was pregnant about the, what the race of the baby would be and concerns and like william seemed to like if at the very least not try to protect his brother from any of of that um and so i do feel like he's become very like institutionalized into the monarchy that's the crown that's the whole point right no, I, I, yeah. I know and i feel like actually this scene does a pretty good job of showing us that to a degree because i do agree that he is giving some gossip but i don't find any of it to be like Ooh, nobody should ever know that. He yeah, no, says no, like yeah. she's an enigma. She's mysterious. She did have the Queen Mother and Margaret to confide in, and now they've passed away. And so she's mysterious to the rest of us. He he says, like, yeah, the only hint we ever get about whether or not she likes prime ministers are whether or how short the visits are. Like he kind of gives the perfect amount of of information to like satisfy them without really giving anything that they probably don't already know at the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a really interesting thought. And I mean, I think well, that's what I think that like his growth into this like perfect heir is shown so well in his relationship with the queen. And then later that contrast becomes really clear with Harry, which I want to talk through because he's definitely the villain in the scene with Harry. Like I definitely see yeah, Harry. These are the two like, scenes I want to talk about next. So yeah. Go so, wherever so, you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the queen. I feel like this episode for me was all the best parts of the queen. Like you have to be sympathetic towards her. Like I it's agree. all the pain at her losses, firstly. And being like left alone again, which was such a big part of the first few seasons where it felt like she had no one. And then she, people started being better to her. And she actually got like a bit of an army around her. Margaret came on board. Queen Mother was, you know, better to her. Philip remains kind of useless, honestly. Like the one <laughs> the one scene where he's like, are you okay? And she's like clearly like wiping away tears. And he's like, come now. Um, so, but she like, and that's the whole point. It's like, she's been left alone now with Philip. Um, and then there's like the care of how she's perceived. And it's like, like, you know, it's actually, it, everyone's insecure right and like every woman's insecure and she's like an elderly woman at this point she's like so worried about you know how popular she is and genuinely it was so touching to see the crowd respond to her really positively before even like William boy band William was was on the balcony 
the show is so weird. It's the same as Succession. Like I'm like, yay, they love the monarchy. Like I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Why am I cheering for these for these people? Um, so that and, and, and real footage, right? Like it's it's her, yeah. It's, it I really I remember cool. I remember being in Ottawa one year when Kate and William visited visited Canada, and it was a really big deal. It like it was like. Uh, they did visit Canada. I'd have to check when they did. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a number of years ago. Um, mm. and it was just William and Kate. So it was right after they, um, it was right after their, their marriage basically. Um, but yeah, people, there are people, my mom, when the, when the queen died, she was like, Oh, I'm like that. I'm like really shook up by that. Like, and you know, part of that is like, you know, I live in a Commonwealth country. She's our head of state. She doesn't like actually have any official power really, but, um, people, people do, People do love the monarchy. I do think this is we did get a bit of feedback from Alex in the Discord who uh it was just like I think I don't know what I I felt like we didn't say this uh which is which is that um he was pushing back on the on like the queen's idea that you like don't need to change which is very interesting that this episode the theme of this episode coming after basically swan guy episode a napkin guy episode where she's like you know and our joke is like no i don't need it's the people who are wrong right the, mm, the yeah inner thing and alex's comment i think was just a little bit of like um that um he doesn't agree that the monarchy doesn't need to change i don't think we said i think we were like from elizabeth's point of view i feel like she whether or not she's right um, it's what it does kind of what makes her her is that she she doesn't you know she does change but she, it's so slow she's so slow yeah, i think what we said was that if the monarchy changes it will like erode from the inside because it's like an archaic institution that is like you know it will break with progress because it's so traditional and alex's but point is that the progress is good yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you don't make changes in a timely fashion. It builds up and causes a greater collapse later on, which I do think could be true. It's just that it has not been true for this particular. Uh, well, and as you said, I don't, you don't think it's enough time for that to actually have, have happened, right? Because I think I said, like, yeah, yeah the monarchy's still around. You're like 20 years. No, no, I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I, I agree yeah. that it definitely we could be like, it, it could get more and more archaic to the point of being like completely obsolete. But I, th but like, I'm not saying that that, like, it's a good thing that it can't change. I'm saying that oh, it's great. like, that's like a flaw in the system that right. it can't progress that at a point might become like completely untenable. Truly, yes. But like trying to progress it now, I think like at any point we'll break it or trying to overhaul anything meaningful will break. Like you do, that's why you do like little cosmetic changes to try and keep up like remotely with the times. Like for example, like the succession rule to, you know, put like the fact that women aren't behind men and they only did that in 2011. But like you do those small things to try and keep it at least a little bit afloat. But yeah, definitely like it's like it's doesn't really fit with the modern world as much now. And I can't imagine in the future. So, yeah, it definitely could could create a chasm and become untenable. But I still think that for them, the best bet is to just like hone in and just like stick with it or that like that might break now. It's like that's kind of future monarchy's problem. Like if we keep doing like that, that might that might ruin itself later. Yeah. But I mean, I think like everything should progress. I just think like archaic traditions like that will have big difficulties and that in itself is a problem. So yes, it definitely could create future problems. But in this episode, yes. the queen was killing it. Tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. I'm at the nail salon. What? I'm at 
Carnation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Yeah, so she's when she's talking with William. She's worried that nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be there. It'll be a big empty space, or even worse, they'll they'll be booing. And she initially oh. asked him. She said, "I I actually wanted to you to prop me up, but since you've been so truthful with me, I'm actually gonna say the opposite." And she's she talks about her time in Malta um, and how she was able to live out of the spotlight. And we do get some Claire Foy. Do you think this is is this reused footage? Were they ever? I also there? I think it was. Yeah, it looks, feels really familiar to me. There is the when they go on the trip. Uh, you know they get in the fight. They're in a fight and they're in. Oh, that's in Australia. Yeah, but I wonder, like, is there enough? We have multi content in like the first episode, right? Or the second episode, or whatever. Yeah. So the very actually the the first like the very beginning. Yeah, I think it's probably Rio's. I'm sure it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, so she um. I, I love the conversation about I do again I do like the combo about like when he's like yeah I think I'm dating somebody and she's like well are you or aren't you and he's like no I I am I think she's like uh, that will be a problem if you're not like fully committed he's like no I think it's her and then she realizes like oh you've you've aimed impossibly high huh um, is is I think he says that back to her um, I liked it I liked the scene a lot she's this is this is what's interesting about the relationship is she's both. In some ways, a normal grandmother, and in other ways, she is the queen of England. Yeah, but then you get to you go back down to earth when he's like they eat dinner in the kitchen. She's like, "What? Like, oh, so funny!" And it's like it's like she's being such a wonderful grandmother, but then you're reminded that she was just like a completely terrible mother who, or well, a very distant mother who can't even understand like the warmth, the warmth of family who would just like sit around in the kitchen eating, eating and only sees that as like a oh. negative thing about their they status. Don't, they don't have a dining room. It's like, no, like they, they prefer, it's like, oh, they prefer to behave like staff. Uh, and then <laughs> like, she like cracks, she like does. We love the style. Don't we? Like, we learned that. The joke, uh, the joke, uh, you know, in terms of like, again, where I think this is like, you know, this is a mix of both where it's like sometimes your grandparents say things you're like oh we don't we don't we don't say that <laughs> we don't say that anymore you know very out of touch um, yeah <laughs> yeah like my granddad once i remember being in a restaurant and this woman came up and she was she was black he's like where are you from it's like no granddad we don't, we don't oh my god we don't do that we don't say that that's, that's very rude but like that was my granddad and uh yeah so he's also my loving granddad and also <laughs> the teensy bit racist sometimes you know so, well yeah. i yeah i mean okay that aside and like she is the queen, so I guess yeah. like the status for her. Yeah. And the Middletons would hate that so much, based on everything we've been told about them. Where it's like they want to show that they're like, especially Cara Milton, like wants to show you're upper class, like you're worthy of this. And the lovely kind of warm family thing that he that William has never had, and that's very much not a part of like the cold monarchy. When he like says that in a nice way to the queen, she's like, mm, they're below us. So they would be like, no, 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 we'll never eat in the kitchen again. We won't even go in the kitchen ever again. I'm so sorry. Um, but otherwise. I love that she, you know, she's so selfless here as a grandmother. She's like so genuinely interested in him and his dating and his school troubles and is such a good support. And I also really loved, like she even like says a line about Harry, like how hard it is to be like second, but she's also very much there for him in understanding the weight of being the heir and like what she was in terms of like now that she's, she is a sovereign. And I also feel like saying that about Harry is also particularly poignant and how she's learned that over time and how much she'd be thinking about it now with Margaret just passing away and like the impact that that had on her. So 
she was great here. The queen was really doing well. But yeah, another person who I feel like is hard done by is very much Harry, who's the one who apologizes in the fight. And yeah. William doesn't even apologize back. And William is so in the wrong. Can we, for one moment, go back to William and uh, and Elizabeth? And mm. um, um, I, I would like for us um, to to create a bit of an extended scene from the episode that I would have liked to see, Shannon. And I, oh. I need you to play the role of Queen Elizabeth II. And okay. every time I say something to you, I need you to, to go... What? Like, or huh? Like, and just like be utter confusion, which is when Harry comes in or William comes in and he's like, yeah, Harry and dad are not getting along. I think it's about, you know, it's about the wacky tobacco. And she's like, <laughs> and then you, you would be like, what? And like, you know, the jazz cab. It's like, what? Like, you know, the the ganja, the what? And just, I want that scene <laughs> to go on forever. I want an extended <laughs> scene of Imelda Staunton and the boy playing William to just go back and forth and William just being like, you know, giving slang terms for marijuana and Elizabeth being like, what do you mean? <laughs> why does he uh, say it like that he says you know i can't he says ganja and something else and she's like what what do you mean he's like but this is again like grandma oh. you suck william like of course the queen is aware of this but like you sitting there bitching about it like he's delighting in being the good one like at this point yeah. like that disparity like while he's obviously resentful of like again like the burden it places on him as always like the the difficulties that like the heirs and the number ones have like he's he's delighting in the fact that he's the good child and that he can like bitch about harry with her yeah so then that leads us into the conversation with it, which is before but um yeah harry's just like uh you know relating to his mom he's like this is so they 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 you know uh slag me off in the papers and and it sucks uh and you're perfect and william's like yeah don't ever do that don't ever compare yourself to mom she had it way worse like yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, she did, but like, probably just support your brother, bro. I don't know. Yeah, Harry, like, yeah, and all the stuff was like real. The fights and like that was all. Like, he was kind of spiraling at this point, and like, no one is supporting him. He doesn't have the kind of mentor figure that the Queen is being for William, and William is not being there for him. And then he doesn't have Diana, obviously, and Charles. They've not had a good relationship, and it's been really negative. Like he's very alone. It's really actually devastatingly sad, and the fact that he would relate to the struggles that his mother had which is his right as diana's son and who is having these difficulties it's like william think about what diana i know this is really like a lot of a burden to put on someone he's an adult and like think about what diana would think if her son was feeling that way and like had actual like yeah merit in the fact that he's like the person that the the papers want to punish at this point and he's like the the rogue um and william has no sympathy and actually gets really angry at him and says that he has too much freedom, no responsibility, has absolutely no no kindness to that. He seems a little bit jealous, I guess, that he feels like, why are you complaining? I have the weight of all this. It's so much worse. And that's actually the the like crux of the matter and this ongoing kind of duality and debate between the air and the spare, which honestly is always is always good TV. Like they've shown it in multiple generations, and it's always entertaining. And it makes and they should keep showing it because it is a running theme that is built by the system, which it is important for them to show, and it has these little nuances. But I think the crux of it is always like, I wish I was you. Like, why are you complaining? Yeah. Like you get to be well, free. And yeah. I, and then and then and and Harry completely feeds that back at William. Like you get to be the good one who people actually care about and are keeping on the straight and narrow because they are like invested in your future in a way they just simply aren't with mine. And like that just turns people against each other. It's a good line too, and he's like, "There's no chance you'd be a likable rogue because you have to be likable first. It's really good. And then, and like that was like not that harsh compared to how like I feel yeah, like no. he meets William on the same level that William started, and then he apologizes, and then Harry's there for him, and he's like, "So how's school going?" Like William, 
you yeah. know, like then like you know what actually i was gonna give him lizzie points and i probably still will but like thinking about that i'm talking mm -hmm. um yeah i yeah i like it and the other thing too about the like the number one number two dynamic is we really haven't had it since margaret and so margaret that was and a pretty big part of the first two seasons though it but was yeah. um and I, and I you know it is the same and it's different like uh you know they're they're two women now this is harry who's like yeah the younger the younger brother here and um he's a bit you know they're they're younger than i think margaret and and uh, elizabeth were at the time so i don't i don't mind like, it does feel like we've seen the story before but it's how it is it's true so yeah I yeah like and it. i also i also feel like so much of that was between margaret and the queen when she was actually sovereign and like completely the head of the family Correct. who like margaret basically had to report she to. was boring and margaret yeah and she wanted yeah. to do less do, less of her like official duties because she yeah. was like doing them wrong yeah it's different anyway yeah and this is like william's the heir so everyone's like very much like interested in like his future and where he's going but like they still like neither of them are the monarch so it's more like almost like a competitive jealous rivalry now which it definitely was between Elizabeth and Margaret, but there was always that kind of power imbalance. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, she in different ways. Like, the, 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 yeah, exactly. The queen of her being the head of the family, but also, like, like Margaret wasn't just outside of that with the freedom, like how Harry is. Like, Margaret had, you know, she was a completely different level and tier of, of anything to what Elizabeth was. And, like, even, yeah, the point is, like, the queen is saying now, like, this is the most free you'll ever be, William. So at least he's, like, more free than the queen was at this time. So it is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, there are two characters I want to talk through, mm -hmm. particularly. I'll start with the Queen Mother, because obviously yeah. she passes away here. A lot of Reddit felt that this was a disservice to the Queen Mother. You know, that she, like, they did mention that her popularity, and, like, Reddit was saying she was, like, a public servant, and they, they say that on the show, like, they should have given more to her, and she'd had, like, her 100th birthday the year before, and they, that was a big deal. They could have, like, really shown that. To that, I would say, the Crown did not paint the Queen Mother in a good light. No. Like, no. she was a villain. And, like, I hate to speak ill of the dead with a dead character, but, like, I don't know the Queen Mother as a person, personally. I, since this episode, did research the Queen Mother, of which I found a couple of interesting facts. Like, as an example, she once beat an admirer with an umbrella. Yeah. And Hitler called her the most dangerous woman in Europe due to her popularity during the war. So those are a couple of interesting things. But in, in terms of what we got of the Queen Mother, she, like everyone in the first few seasons, was no help to Elizabeth cared much, much more about, like, her loss at that point, which is literally exactly what Camilla warned Charles against, even though it was an ex, and maybe she needed a Camilla in her life to tell her how to parent at that point, did mm -hmm. not help Elizabeth, like, no one did in those first couple of seasons, and then, like, in a very villainous way, kept Charles and Camilla apart with Mountbatten, and, like, forced Elizabeth, kind of, to really push keeping Charles and Camilla apart, which I feel like history has not vindicated in any way, and then after that, she was just kind of random and old. Yeah. And then she passed away. And I feel like we, we saw that story through Elizabeth, who's the character we care about here. And we, we've never really cared as much about that relationship like we do with like Elizabeth and Margaret. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this, like that honored that character and her loss and her sense of isolation well. But they can't just like heap praise and like really build up the Queen Mother now because that would be super atonal or differently toned to yeah. the Queen Mother we've had for six seasons. Yeah, I, I I didn't really think about whether or not it was like too much or too little for the Queen Mother, honestly, in this episode until you know I'm hearing now that some people thought it it was not enough. Um, They're like Margaret got a whole episode. It's like yeah, I'm invested in Margaret as a character. Like that yeah. would be crazy if I had to sit through the Queen Mother death episode, given what she's contributed to the Crown so far. I would be like, where is this coming from in the show that I am watching? 
Yeah, I I agree, and it's like, yeah, they just didn't spend enough time with her to warrant probably, you know. And there's and and it's the last season. There's only so much time. Like, yeah, I I I I agree. I I'm with you. I think. Um. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that would be even if there was if there was all the time in the world, I'd rather watch five more fictionalized episodes of Will and Kate than a whole episode. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if she was in, they could do a flashback episode a flashback. on her all the time in the world because yeah. we got so little of her. But for the character she's been, it would feel extremely random. I mean, um, another another yeah. person who like her position like was you know she 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 married the younger brother and then suddenly Edward abdicates and then here she is. So like that is interesting, but it feels like the time has passed to maybe. To maybe do that story but yeah yeah i mean it definitely has passed especially because she has again been in this like negative role where i felt like she often like especially right. in, the, in like season three like she really re- represented like the most like harsh austere parts of the crown yeah like and the system and yeah. she was the one like really pushing it so now to be like but she was a great public servant and like i just feel like i'm and they have not built up an investment enough for me to care about what that yeah. storyline would be but so she was lovely in in reality I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's a queen. Whatever. I have not. I have not, nothing about the queen mother as a person. I have nothing. But as a character, yeah. this was this was good and fine for this angle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she did ruin that first kiss, but anyway. Yeah, she ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a very brief Tony Blair scene, which basically only services to be like, uh, basically, you should think about having William uh, come to the balcony um, mm. with Elizabeth uh, and and highlighting. Yeah, his his success uh, has dwindled quite dramatically. But uh, some Tony Blair this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we we get a bit of that, and then the other big one is Muhammad. Yeah, once I and yeah, I feel like this is where I, where I sit with Muhammad. Muhammad is a very nuanced character, or should be a very nuanced character, and was when they built up like the sympathy originally with Mumu. But I feel like that time is long gone. But like, if we look at the the nuance of who this character probably was in reality, it's like he was a social climber he was a harsh father like he put a lot of that expectation on but he also like did experience racism and always being out of the system that the monarchy is the peak of that he's never going to be accepted into due to like racism and xenophobia so that need for acceptance like you see how that's at the heart of that um he is grieving but he's also doing this terrible thing where he did kind of start this like big investigation which was really hard for the family and like i'm sure going through that i'm sure was terrible but he's also in pain but it's also awful do we give grace to that not necessarily but maybe we see the heart of that um, and they do like mention one line being like he is grieving as well so you know they do try to put that nuance in but you know there's there's all these different elements of a character who like may have tried to orchestrate things and there's like rumors of what he did but like you know i think the fact that like the show obviously pushed that to tip it to its worst it's just like destroyed the character now where even like in the grief it's hard to have the sympathy for like the out and out villain that he's been because they painted him in that way and i just feel like once like they did like we've spoken about it to death obviously like literally obviously the race issue and the fact that they were so strong about it with like as we said like pretty much the only characters of color that they had is an issue in and of itself and now yeah i just feel like it coming back here with things that really did happen and it does pull the thread back and like the ring and all of that and the the out that they gave him in that and you know pushing how hard that was all of that happened and is important to william who is this like main character of this part all of that's important but it's just so hard with muhammad because he's i think he's a really hard character to capture because he has so many layers and they just like drove through them when they pushed it as hard as they did 
Yeah, I honestly think it's one episode that like makes this less, you know, complex than which is the episode where they basically, you know, he goes gets the photographer and then um obviously like changes the I guess it's two episodes. And him changing the plans where it does feel like it's like so much his fault. Um I think it's really interesting that they give space for his speech when he's leaving after the investigation report is read out and they blame you know, and they're like, you know, it's his car, his 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 driver, his plan, et cetera, et cetera, his son. Um, and then the speech that he gives where he says why he's leaving and he he calls the British royal family racist. Uh, they're perpetrators of this, asking why the people don't rise up against them. They elect donkeys, this army of zombies. The Egyptians built pyramids while they were literally, he says the words, wearing animal skins and shitting in caves. Yeah. And he's like, I tried to look up if this was real and I couldn't find yeah. that it was, but I did watch a speech from him calling Philip a Nazi. Right. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go where I'm a citizen, not a subject. The royal family can burn in hell. And part of me thinks that with the context that, that you, you talked about, the stuff about he, yes, he joined the like capitalist system and so desperately wanted to be close to the monarchy. And it's only when they spurn him that he's like, no, this place sucks. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Um, when he wasn't like welcomed into the club, which is an exclusive club, he was like, I'm God. But there was such a, you know, was he not welcome into the club because he's Egyptian? Whereas if he was a white man who, you know, owns the, the, the companies he does, would he have been happily welcomed in? Um, and yet this scene, the speech is given in the middle of an episode where Elizabeth's like, oh, I think my, my popularity is like waning. And then we see like people cheering at the at Buckingham Palace. So she's like standing on the balcony. And so I feel like what I find complicated about this, and I don't, I don't want to think that Peter Morgan is being as cynical as I might be implying he's about to be, which is that like, I think Peter Morgan's like, this is where we can put this content in. We'll put this, you know, we'll give Muhammad Al-Fayed like a, you know, final word. It's we'll do the death inquiry uh, piece because it actually happens. And then there we go. It does feel really cynical for the only like, like in this episode, like the rebuttal of the monarchy. Um, we've talked about this a lot that we we never really, you know, sometimes through a prime minister. Um, we obviously have the what's the episode where the guy uh, uh goes into goes into the um in like he he gets into buckingham palace or whatever yeah right? yeah so there's those so every once in a while we get like what does the public think and, and through some characters and it's often like through the newspapers or whatever this is like somebody fully like giving a speech but i i do feel like he's not totally wrong that the royal family is is not like not they're not not racist you know they're you know they're oh, 100 right and, and so <laughs> but and we know in, in the way that this speech is given, it then is cut by like basically like then we're going to see like the Jubilee and how popular she is. And so I, I I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, a thing I always worried about with the crown is like how much are we? Am I just going to sit and watch like crown propaganda, like like monarchy propaganda? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that the crown has been that. I do think like when there are things to critique like the crown for like and i actually i actually think like the episode we talked about like, i think swan guy episode is a little bit of like yeah, mm. they're pretty stubborn they're pretty stubborn to change <laughs> and maybe they spend way too much money and they live in excess you know like it's you mm -hmm. know yeah maybe not great and so i don't think that it's like fully all the time like it, you know and i also think that like you would have a you wouldn't have a credible show if you did that it's just like there's only good things to say about the monarchy you know so I don't know. I just think it's very interesting that this speech is is laid in yeah. here where where it is basically, which is right before everyone's going to celebrate the queen having been the queen for fifty years. 
That's very interesting. And I will say, you say that you you feel like you haven't taken on like monarchy propaganda and yet you will be Charles. buying Charles merch. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. So it may have got to us, but just like a little bit yeah. subconsciously as we like sit here in like full Charles merch. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. But yeah, I mean, it, the, this yeah. piece, that, that is interesting because again, like I feel like this could be told in a more interesting way, but they just can never tell an interesting story with Muhammad again because they just butchered that yeah. as a character in a storyline. Yeah. And so like, again, like if it's being told with the nuance of Muhammad, which is, there is no question that like what he's doing now is unhinged, cruel and desperate in, but in grief. Right. So yes, like saying that Diana was pregnant and like having to like bring all of this up and like accusing them of this, it, it is in many ways really terrible. Like it, you know, it kind of like desecrates, like, you know, it's like not exactly what Diana would necessarily want for, her or her kids later on so that part's really hard but then like if they hadn't pushed so hard again on like how nefarious muhammad had been then you could have a little bit more again nuance of this character where you're thinking like has he really like he was always like this the the threads of that could always be there because they definitely were i'm not saying he was like completely normal and the sent him like over the edge completely but like how much did it push him in his grief what exactly was motivation if they're like really interesting layers around how close he's trying to get, you know, how much is, is like social climbing, how much he's trying to gain, how much is revenge against the monarchy for, for being pushed out, how much of that feels really warranted because of the racism he's clearly experienced, how much is in the grief. Like there's things you can look at the reasons that are really, really interesting for doing a bad thing now. But because they put him already on the level before any of this, before revenge, before grief, before like just at the person who would call the paparazzi and endanger his own child, and like how much that was like, and we can't really know in the personal relationship, but how much Dodie for him was like a vehicle to that and how harsh all of that was. And again, like, I don't think he needs to be a saint that that's driven mad with his grief. I don't think they need to treat a character of color like that, just be like, you know, to, to have it in this really saintly way. I just think it, from a narrative standpoint and probably ethically, and it, we've talked about it literally the whole season, it's probably like the main complaint of the season. People are probably sick of it, but it keeps being important if Muhammad is going to be on the show is that, yeah, if that had been told with the nuance, then we'd come here and then we'd look at like, he has like really valid points. He has experienced racism. And now let's look with the cynicism that you describe of like, but everyone loves a monarchy and that's how much no one cares. And that's how much everyone feeds into the system that leaves a lot of different people out in the cold. And that story might still be there. But when it's like crazy ranting lunatic man who killed Diana, who's on the other side of it, it's harder to put the crown in any other perspective of like, but they're the good guys compared yeah. to him because that's how it's been painted. So I just think like, again, like in that extremes, it's just very, very hard to tell the nuanced story. I think that you're wanting, which is he has points. He's also been not great here. Let's be honest, but there might be sympathetic reasons. And in that, like, let's like look at the crown. It's like, we can't look at the crown through the lens of Muhammad at the, at you know, at all anymore, by the way that the yeah. character has been given to us. So yeah, like when that made sense. Yeah. Sense. When there's people cheering outside Buckingham Palace and he said, like, there's an army of zombies, I'm like, they don't look like an army of zombies, you know? And it's like, but it's mostly because I don't have any, you know, they painted Muhammad as a lunatic, so. Yeah, um, and also cut to me. And I'm like, they love her. They really yeah. love her. Yay, yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm one of, maybe there is yeah. crown propaganda, especially in this episode where Elizabeth's at her best, which has not been the case for many, many seasons, so. I mean, the ending of the episode, too, where, like, everybody looks at William, like, everybody. Elizabeth, Philip, Charles are all like, uh, 
the boy. He's done it. He's he's the best boy. <laughs> he's the best. Uh, he came back and he's doing what we're all doing too. But he was somehow going to sit this out. I don't understand why. But yeah. yeah. Also, uh, William and Kate visited uh, Canada in 2011. Right uh, after their wedding, then. Right after their wedding. wedding. Yeah. Yep. In April, uh, they came in from June 30th to the 8th of July. So right for Canada Day. And yeah, it was a big deal. I was in Ottawa then. Wait, that's what day is Canada Day? July 1st. Right near July 4th? I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They couldn't have chosen like any other time in the year. Uh, It's great. It's the summer. It's great. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ours comes first, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the July 4th. No one talks about July 1st for the Canadians. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we give out some Lizzie no, points? I think that's pretty much it. The Queen Mother, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was I liked it. It was a good episode. Like I felt like it moved really fast because there was so much going on. Like there was yeah. always this like good pace about it, which is something I can't say is necessarily true. Even for the episodes I've really liked, like not the Tony Blair episode, I thought that moved really quickly. But yeah, even like yeah, I mean, I think like a bit of like a slow dawdling pace has been pretty indicative of even like the you know good episodes of, of this half of the season yeah and this did not have that so you know i was i was on my feet i liked it all right well i claim that the show is not propaganda i think i'm gonna give three points to queen elizabeth yeah no same <laughs> points to the queen we love the queen <laughs> i love her like i mean she's great the the photo is really lovely that she gives when they move into hope street and she's like he, you know i hope this is your malta that's uh, very sweet she's very it's good she's worried yeah about public image she's and then she the thing that she should do which is use william she literally says i want to use you to prop me up but i won't ask you to do that like yeah, I think it's a good, you know, again, all in context of the episode, but it's a good Queen Elizabeth episode. Yeah, like that being the same as like her like relationship with Philip again is different in that they weren't really even meant to be together in that house. They were like mm. roommates as friends, but it is a nice testament to like her memories, like on her jubilee of like the, the young life that she could have led, which was something that Margaret was saying, like the person that she gave up and like everything she's saying about the sacrifices that she made and how she could be basically like pretty much a civilian out in the world. So it was, it's more about her, a testament to her sacrifice, kind of like the whimsy of, of the past or romanticism of, of what was and what could have been. Um, yeah. But you know what that, do you know what the balcony scene needed? Ghost Diana. Ghost Diana. Yeah, that would have been good. And every, I know that wasn't the good. final scene, but even at the dinner party. Everybody look at William. Ghost Ghost Diana. Every, yeah, I know that's the final scene. Yeah, but, yeah, Diana's but, just at dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but no, but even on the balcony, and the, she's just looking too, and he looks and he's like, hey, mom. Anyway, more Ghost Diana. I'm surprised we didn't get her here, but we still We do get time. Diana in this episode. She's, oh, on a, the- she's on a CTV camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the CTV. Oh, I yeah. thought you were going to say like a picture or something. No, but... she's there. Yeah, like she when, they're, when they're re-looking is... at the, the hotel footage. Yeah. I, um, I really liked how they did that, by the way. I liked how they did all the conspiracy theory. Like afterwards, I looked up like Diana and Dodie yeah. death conspiracy theories. There's a whole Wikipedia page and on it. There oh. is and I read most of it. And they really got to a lot of it. And they, I think I really liked, yeah, the way that they did that with the investigation. And we did, we did, you're right. That, that was another Elizabeth yep. Vicky cameo, but we'd seen those scenes, so that was like pre-film. That doesn't really count as much. The um, the weirdest part of the Diana Doty Wikipedia co- co- conspiracy theory one is the section that says uh, Diana ghost controversy. <laughs> really? No, you- <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, that's nice to be on every Wikipedia page. Yeah, I think I'll give two points to Harry. I know it's not a ton he's in this episode, but it's enough that I, I think he's like just voicing genuine concern, and the way William is like. Don't compare yourself to your to the, our mother who. <laughs> it's so yeah, hard William to. does suck there. 
Yeah. So I, I think I, you know, I think I got to give two points to Harry. I'm probably still going to give one point to William. So I feel like I almost got to give Harry the two just so that William doesn't get more points than him. But yeah. mm. I'm going to be very monarchist here and give the two points to William, who yeah. was absolutely terrible with Harry, but otherwise was good in this episode. Like, I really love watching that like mentorship with the queen. He does race to the airport to get there in time. And, you know, that's, and that's nice because I, and you know what, he should have done that. To, he should have known to do that to begin with, I feel. And I actually really thought like, it felt like Kate could have been like, you should go, but she's so yeah. passive in those parts. But like, no, not only are we not getting like the, the intrigue of what their relationship could be and like the, the, you know, the drama of what that definitely was. It's also like, they literally changed the subject and also he like completely has this thought on his own, which is nice for him and he gets two points. But I feel like she should be like, if we really saw that, like she's becoming like a partner to him and how she's going to be like his like partner and all of this, even that would be like a meaningful point. But anyway, while he's wrong with, with William, with Harry, sorry, he's William. And mm-hmm. that would drop him what could have been maybe even three points. I think he and the queen were both great in the yeah. other stuff, but yeah. I think that he like, that's, you know, unfortunately for Harry, that is like a small part of William's episode. Him being terrible to Harry is only like a tiny part of everything that William has going on. So for, the rest of it, I'll give him two points. And then I will give a point to Harry, who absolutely, in that argument and in the stuff he has, is completely correct. What a great brother who then apologizes and then is there for William. Like, yeah, William does not deserve at this point with Harry. But yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting changes in the leaderboard heading into the finale, Shannon. Um, Elizabeth, up top, 14 no. points. Yeah. Oh my God. We are in Monica's propaganda podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine, because then Charles and Camilla are next. The literal oh, king and queen of yeah <laughs> at the moment yeah. and then and then and then william oh my god look at that it's like the line of succession. it is the line of succession <laughs> yeah actually camilla and william are tied so uh, oh. 11 points and then diana with 10 harry with nine margaret with eight the rest of them down below yeah yeah those like episodic characters really fell by the wayside eventually once we got more episodes then well that's interesting i mean that's, that's kind of what the crown is in line wow. for the crown. Yeah. I'm excited to see who wins. I feel like any of those candidates are really fascinating. And I feel like for Charles fighting for that with the queen and then William, there's a lot there. There's a lot of really yeah. real stuff there. So, yeah. yeah. Or maybe we'll just give, how many points do we each give out each week? Six? Uh, we'll just give yeah. 12 points to, to Ghost Diana. That wouldn't even win her, the episode. So What yeah. about Swan Guy? <laughs> Swan Guy we didn't even give half. I, 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 I know, but I regret him. it to this day. I know. I know, but he's not on the board. No. That's why I bring it up all the time. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think yeah. that's I think that's it for the penultimate episode. On to the finale, Shannon. Yeah, well, follow me at Shannon Gates, where I'm putting out content at a time. I don't know when this is coming out. This is but... coming out a couple it's probably the twenty seventh of December. All right, you know, it's still relevant. My my US survivor stuff, my UK survivor stuff, just survivor stuff, and this the crown. And that's the it. crown. Yeah, I got Fargo, The Curse, movies, lots of stuff. I'm on social media at Hyper Grace. We'll be back in a few days' time with finale coverage, the 72-minute series finale. Until then, bye-bye. If-
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.